This is KBLA Talk 1580, where everybody is somebody and nobody is a stranger. You belong here. You belong here, and we are glad you're here. I'm Dominique DePrima, just wrapping up our Mornings with the Mayor segment now, being joined by a change maker, national news anchor, political journalist, and professor of social impact leadership. He is the host of A More Perfect Union here on KBLA Talk 1580, weekdays at 1 p.m. Dr. Nick Cortelai Corte, good morning. Good morning, Dominique DePrima. It's great to have you on. Thanks for joining me. Lots of stuff we covered with Mayor Karen Bass. And of course, I started out with the 10 freeway, finished with the 10 freeway, because I think this is one of those moments that history will look back on and assess the leadership of Mayor Bass. We are still talking about Mayor Reardon and the way that he reconstructed that same freeway after a major earthquake, and that was, what, uh, months in the making, this merely days in the making. What are your thoughts, and, and what do you take away from what the mayor shared about how she was able to shepherd that quick uh, fix there of the 10 freeway? Well, you know, let me, let me just say, how lucky is the city of Los Angeles to have a mayor that's not running for the next job, uh, but that is instead on the job at hand. Um, I think Mary Karen Bass has made an incredible difference. Um, and just on brand for her, bringing folks together, tackling you know, the, the projects that are not easy, uh, projects that are consequential. There are over 300,000 people that travel the 10 freeway each and every day. You know, having that part of the freeway not functional was extremely disruptive. And, and, you know, very true to form, Karen Bass rolls up her sleeves. She gets on the phone. She reaches out to Governor Newsom. She reaches out uh, to uh, leadership in the Biden administration. You know, she secures the resources that are necessary. She's there each and every day, motivating the Caltrans workers and city workers to do everything they can around the clock. You know, this is uh, a mayor that the city of angels needs for a time such as this. And I just think, you know, the way that the 10 freeway, uh, was, was quickly, um, uh, uh, the way that issue was quickly addressed, uh, and the way that that came together, uh, is just another powerful demonstration of the leadership of Karen Bass. Right. And of course she doesn't brag about it or say, this is me, 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 but she does mention that, Pete Buttigieg just texting her the moment this happens. And although she modestly said, this is how government should work, it's not always how it works. And I'm sure that every mayor in America is not in Buttigieg's phone. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think that's true. Uh, uh, I, and also, um, Karen Bass isn't in everybody's phone either. You know, right? I think Mayor <laughs> Bass, you know, has really um, proven herself to be a good partner, uh, to be, you know, a, a good, uh, a focused leader, a crisis manager. Um, and, you know, this isn't just me noting this. This has been written about by a number of, of journalists. I think I was reading a piece um, in the L.A. Times that noted, that, that noted this as well. Um, and let's also not forget that 
you know, getting the resources that we needed in our time of crisis um, wouldn't have been possible had the infrastructure dollars not been there, right? And mm-hmm. so hat tip to, to President Biden and Vice President Harris and, you know, the Democrats in Congress, you know, for passing the infrastructure bill to make resources like this available. You know, we've known for some time, Dominique, you know, that our roads and bridges, you know, are not up to standard. Um, uh, now, yes, you know, the freeway caught on fire, um, uh, but point taken, you know, this is a stronger 10 freeway than it was before. And, and we wouldn't have been able to do that had this administration not made these investments in our, our infrastructure. And so, you know, so kudos to the administration, kudos to uh, Mayor Bass and her team, right? City workers working around the clock uh, to really provide some relief uh, to uh, not just Angelinos, but folks across the region that rely on that stretch of 10 freeway. Yeah, those are all really important points. Have you been surprised, Dr. Corte, by the way that the press is covering Mayor Bass? I feel like I have been a bit. I'm so used to the press attacking every progressive, especially black lawmakers and Latina lawmakers in the LA area, probably nationally as well, but I'm really talking about uh, California politics right now. I feel like they've been a bit more hospitable to Mayor Bass. Well, you know, I, I, I think there is a bigger story to tell about the work of Mayor Bass. And I can't believe we're, we're coming up on the one-year anniversary of right. her, you know, uh, raising her hand and taking the oath to serve the people of the City of Angels. You know, I, I really think uh, Mayor Bass has proven to be an effective leader in times of crisis. I mean, just think about all the things that have happened over the course of the past year. I mean, you know, we never had, you know, sort of a hurricane turned tropical storm or there have been, been decades since one had hit Southern California. Right. She was able to quickly mobilize, you know, city resources and work with partners in the county and the state, you know, to mitigate against, you know, what could have been, you know, a disaster, you know, for folks in the city, in the region that are not used to having to react to tropical storms like that. You know, uh, you know, the 10 freeway, we talked about that at length. You know, uh, you know we, we've been operating in a strike environment for a very long time. And we know that actors and writers, you know, are a key part of not just the, 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 the energy of the City of Angels, but the economy of the City of Angels, right? And so, you know, there have been a number of crises that have happened on her watch. And one of the things that you hear each and every time is that she's doing a lot more work behind the scenes than she necessarily talks about uh, out in the, in the open. Um, and, you know, one of the great things that I have noticed about Mayor Bass over the years, you know, is that she gives people the grace. She gives people the space uh, to be able to, uh, to work together and negotiate in private. Um, She's not a fan of doing that in public. Uh, And so I think there's a much larger story to tell in terms of, you know, uh, the effectiveness of her leadership uh, style when it comes to serving the interests of the people of Angels. 
Yeah, it's a great point. I remember when I was on the board at the Community Coalition, when she was still the executive director there, one of the things she would always say is we don't organize by press conference. <laughs> we get the work done behind mm -hmm. the scenes. And then when we have a completed project, that's when you could have a press conference. You don't create the momentum to get the work done through media. So I think that's a really great observation. When we come forward, Dr. Nicordelai Corte, I want to get your take on the conversation we had around the residential hotels and Mayor Bass's new policy around that and the fast tracking of some of this affordable housing. And there was a critique in the LA Times yesterday, which I feel like the mayor pushed back on pretty hard. Look at that when we come forward on KBLA Talk 1580. More of First Things First with Dominique DePrima when we come forward. Broadcasting live from Lamar Park, USA. Welcome back to your home for unapologetically progressive radio. KBLA Talk 1580. And Dr. Nick Corte is my guest. Thank you for doing double duty this morning, Dr. Corte. Of course, I'll be on it again. It, 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 never at feels like, it never feels like double duty with you. <laughs> Thank you. So, we're talking about two things one, the residential hotels. There's a 2008 city law that made it where our SROs, single uh, resident occupancy or whatever it stands for, um, hotels that where people live are meant to be used as residences and not as regular hotels. And apparently some landlords were turning them into tourist hotels. Meanwhile, Mayor Bass issued an order allowing the city to use some of those residential hotel rooms for temporary shelter for unhoused people. Uh, I heard Pete White from LA Can and some others criticizing this move, saying it will fail to protect those single room occupancy hotel rooms as housing for the city's lowest income folks, that by allowing them to be used as temporary housing to get folks off the streets, it could endanger this long-term, if squalid, uh, resource. What are your thoughts on that and what the mayor had to say about it? Which she, she basically said permanent housing and temporary housing may not even be that different when you're talking about the unhoused. You take someone out of a tent, the time before they get into an actual apartment or permanent housing could be a year or more. Yeah, I mean, you know, and, and I think that's a fair argument, right? I mean, the fact of the matter is, you know, if this were easy to do, the last mayor and the mayor before our last mayor, you know, would have accomplished it. This is this is complex work, um, because when you're when you're when you're looking to provide housing to the unhoused, uh, it's not just about housing; it's about a whole set of services. Right. right. Uh, and so how is the city able to work hand in glove with the county? It certainly has more capacity to be able to service uh, some of the, the other uh, needs of the unhoused, including but not limited to mental health. Um, and so I think the fact that, you know, the mayor set a very ambitious goal. And I remember when uh, uh, then candidate Bass uh, had talked about what she intended to do if elected mayor. Uh, when it came to housing the unhoused. Uh, and I thought 
18,000 was an ambitious goal then. I still think it's an ambitious goal now. Uh, but the fact that year one into her mayorship, uh, the fact that they have uh, exceeded that goal um, is a major, a monumental step in the right direction. Um, and and we should be we should be celebrating the forward movement. We should not rest on our laurels. We should not, um, you know, sort of uh, wave, uh, you know, uh, the uh, the flag of victory. I think we still have a long way to go. But but yeah. think about just the nature of this conversation today versus if we were to have this conversation over a year ago. Something that we thought we couldn't do. There are a lot of people that thought we can't solve homelessness. Yes, I think that's it. right. And this mayor rode in to office and said, yes, we can. And yes, she is. Yes, we are. Yeah. Well, I think the mayor also made clear that this particular executive order only lasts throughout the state of emergency. So once the state of emergency on houselessness is lifted, the old rules about those SROs go back into effect where they can only be used for low-income housing. They cannot be converted into condos or other uses, which is what presumably that 2006 lawsuit by legal aid was meant to stop, was meant to stop the repurposing of those hotels. And from my understanding of what the mayor said, her order does not allow the repurposing other than for the temporary uh, placement of folks who are part of the Inside Safe program. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, this is this is what's happening in Los Angeles um, is also happening in other parts of the country. There are other mayors that are paying very close attention to how Mayor Bass and her administration are sort of, you know, muscling through, you know, some of the goals of these emergency orders. Um, you know, I know that Mayor Bass has shared you know, uh, with me on a more perfect union. Um, and I'm sure with you uh, that there are other mayors that she's in conversation with regularly. You know, Mayor Sylvester of Houston, Texas, uh, being among them, Mayor Bowser of Washington, D.C., being among them. And so I think part of what you're pointing out, Dominique, is the complexities around this. Um, you know, and there are going to be folks out there, you know, that uh, uh, take issue, you know, with, uh, the lack of permanency uh, of, uh, of what's in these executive orders. Uh, but, uh, you know, this is, this is not uh, where we are stopping. It's where we are starting. And I think yeah. that's the point that Mayor Bass and the administration are trying to make. Yeah, and it's worth noting. And I get that that's legal aid's job and that's Pete White's job. But it's worth noting that ProPublica investigation found that at least 21 of those hotels were renting rooms to tourists and they were advertising on travel websites, which is against the law. So it seems to me cracking down on that and using those mm -hmm. rooms, which were being malpurposed to house inside safe people, makes absolute sense. And apparently in response to that investigation, the mayor's office ordered the housing department to investigate and account for why those hotels were not facing sanctions for that. They've issued citations to 17 of those 21 hotels and all of them except for one have appealed those citations. So it goes to show you to me that the fight is really about how those rooms are being used, not whether or not inside safe unhoused folks 
or low-income poor people in danger mm -hmm. of being unhoused are using them. We're talking with Dr. Nee Cordelai Corte. We'll continue the conversation on this morning's with the mayor on KBLA Talk 1580. The station you turn to when you've had it up to here with cultural incompetence. KBLA Talk 1580. The conversation continues right now, right now, right now with now. Dominique DePrima on First Things First. Boy, we've run out of time, Dr. Nikor Laiporte. What do you have on deck for us today on A More Perfect Union coming on at 1 o'clock Pacific time? Well, I'm so glad that you asked, Dominique. Uh, a lot of folks are, uh, are talking and tweeting and posting about uh, P. Diddy. Uh, he's temporarily stepping aside as chairman over at Revolt in the wake of a number of lawsuits. And so you better believe we're going to be uh, uh, going beyond those headlines. Also, uh, the influential Coke network, the Coke brothers, guess what? They're backing Nikki Haley in the GOP presidential primary. That oh, I had A major that. blow uh, to Ron, uh, to Governor uh, uh, Ron DeSantis uh, and uh, Donald Trump. And so uh, we're going to read the tea leaves on that. And then uh, paid leave. It's so important uh, to so many families out there. This month, November, is National Caregiving Month. Um, and uh, a lot of folks that are on the front lines are providing more support to the nation's millions of unpaid family caregivers, uh, you know, should note that it looks like this could turn into a 2024 election. Your paid leave support is up ahead of the 2024 uh, elections. And so uh, I'll share some insights from uh, some of the uh, uh, the D.C. advocates that are on the front lines of this issue and more today at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on A More Perfect Union, only on KBLA Talk 1580. Man, you're always sharing gems and dropping bombs. Great job, uh, Dr. Corte. I will be listening. And I want to say, you know, the last thing I talked to the mayor about this morning was the year in review. Her highlight, she said, was how easy it has been to get folks out of those tents and shared that if we had the housing stock, we would see a 95% decrease in street homelessness tomorrow. What are your thoughts on that? This is one of the most important issues of our time. Uh, and, you know, it is a very uh, tricky issue politically. Uh, it is a very ambitious issue to take on, uh, but uh, no more powerful demonstration of uh, our value system for one of for one another, uh, for our our intent on uh, extending uh, a level of dignity uh, to the folks that have the least among us. Then, really tackling this issue, you know, of homelessness. Um, you know, we know that it is a complex issue. It's not for the faint of heart, but, you know, doing something about it perhaps says more about us than it does about the individuals that find themselves on the street. Uh, and so, you know, major hat tip uh, to Mayor Bass and mayors across the country, you know, that yeah. are taking this issue on head on piece by piece. Uh, we know that uh, uh, housing affordability, it affects all of us. You know, there are so many people that are a paycheck or two away from not making their rent, from not, from not making their mortgage payment. 
you know, from having to go live in their car, Absolutely. you know, and until, and, until their car gets booted, you know, or repossessed, and then they're on the streets, right? And so, you know, uh, uh, the city of Angels got it right, I think, in the last election, electing, you know, Mayor Bass, somebody who really just wants to be a great mayor for the city and meet yes. the challenges of today. And so, you know, I think it's on all of us to root on that kind of leadership. And so go Mayor Basco. Thank you, Dr. Horte. Tavis Smiley is up next. He's got a great show for you as always. My quote today, Nina Simone, she says, you got to learn to leave the table when love's no longer being served. I'm Dominique DePrima. History is now and we are making it together until tomorrow. Be safe, be well, be loved. One love.